You are listening to a CJTR podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for movie and television lovers. Radio, television, and film? It's like an H.G. Wells novel. This week, we went to see the Downton Abbey film and do a little retrospective on the series itself. Unfortunately, the man of the house, Jeremy Legui, was conscripted, and Lady Stanger came down with a severe case of dropsy. So I'm Sean Dunham, the Irish cad that slept his way to becoming a nobleman, and I'm joined by world's youngest dowager, Christy Zoltzman. <laughs> Hi, wow. Christy. Welcome. Thank you. Um, and also, you didn't have to wear that full banquet dinner gown. Oh, I did. It was not necessary. But the beating is beautiful. Yes. Um, <laughs> Downton Abbey, in case you might not know, is a British historical period drama television series set in the early 20th century. It aired in the UK in 2010, um, and it's a series about the fictional Yorkshire country estate of Downton Abbey between the years of 1912 and 26, and depicts the lives of the aristocratic Crawley family and their domestic servants in the post-Edwardian era. Does this sound correct to you? <laughs> yes, that is a that a, an accurate an accurate synopsis. synopsis. <laughs> and why did we spend seven seasons and one movie? There's this? only six seasons and a movie. There's only six. Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. I did read the Wikipedia page today. <laughs> did you? I did. But um, because it's so engaging, it has everything: laughs, tears. It does. Shocking moments. Do you remember, because um, we got into this, I feel like, let's say 2013. Yeah, when we were, when I was living on Ottawa Street and you were... <laughs> it, was a, it was a dark moment. <laughs> crashing in our house constantly. It felt like a dark moment for all of us. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, like, you, I was living in a, in an awkward, shall we say awkward living situation. Yes. And just spent my entire life on your couch. Yeah. You had mice crawling on your bedside table oh yes it was a real it felt like we were living in the early 20th century <laughs> we were in our own <laughs> we were boiling system. our water on the stove to have a bath <laughs> <laughs> and like friend of the show nathaniel cole was in a like a depressed state he was unemployed for like six months and would watch entire seasons of the good wife in a day oh yeah it was dark times, I guess. I was fine. I was. I don't know why I remember that time, but it was like it felt like that's why it felt like such an escape. And we were, I guess, we were always home and always spending every minute together. Yeah. And watching a lot of the and show, just like the smallest, the smallest smirk of the Lady Dowager, which just it has, it spoke so much. Um, speaking of. Whom is your favorite character from this show? My favorite character? Ooh. I think... There's a lot. There's, there's a lot a, a that lot I love, through. and for different reasons. I think Lady Mary, though, is my favorite. Lady Mary? Yeah. Okay. She's... Make a case. I. She's just... She's the best one. She doesn't suffer fools. No, that's true. She's the most logical... And in this la in the movie that we saw, she even stomped a gun out of someone's hand. Yes, she <laughs> she in a pickle she can rise. Is amazing. She runs the entire estate. She after being widowed. How many times? Just one. Her dumb dad loses all his money. Right. Investing in the Grand Trunk Railroad. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's the one that reinvents the estate. And gets it making money again. She is a genius. By also convincing her husband to give her tons of money. Well, that's the real talent. She uses her feminine wiles. She's just great. She's crafty. She's smart. Um, who? How many widows are on the show? Every time you have a child with someone, one person dies. If there's a family of three, they'll last for one as month. As soon as the child is born... Someone the dies. The partner dies. Sybil died. Ooh, spoiler alert. In childbirth. <laughs> um, Matthew died the day their kid was born. Oh, and yeah. Edith's like lover went missing in Germany when she had their Ill illegitimate kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, my God. You're right. There can only be a family of two. Yes. Until uh, now. Well, we'll see. No, they haven't. Well. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We saw. We did. But there's also... A, there, Edith is, has another unexpected visitor coming. Yes. Well, yeah. Maybe what's-his-name will die. So we'll see if her kind of drip of a husband will Ugh. remain around for that. I can't believe... He makes her look like the exciting one in the couple, which yeah. is... She, she's a real... Even though on paper she seems like she should be very exciting. I know. She's, she's like, like, I a... write for a newspaper and I learned to drive a car during the war. Yeah. Oh, uh, the war really helped this entire show. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, so was, what's what I was going to talk about is that... So this estate is kind of... It's a real throwback. Nobody else has castles except yes. for them, the no. Crawleys. Um, and I don't know. I All their felt like are losing their castles. Right. They're losing their shirts, losing the castles. Who, like, it seems like when I remember it, it seems like the wor- real world events didn't really enter into the, the walls of Crawley Estate. But now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like it entered a lot. I know. Uh, <laughs> like, a, this whole show starts with the sinking of the titanic <laughs> you're right that is the first and episode. they lose the air right and that's how matthew shows up or Wait. did they oh yeah and he comes back with a burned face okay the war <laughs> this is um <laughs> for anyone who doesn't watch this show this must sound like a bizarre fever it dream. is and it is a bizarre fever dream because it the biggest trick that it did was disguising the fact that it's a huge soap opera. Oh, yeah. A, a period soap opera. Um, it, it fooled me for so long. Throw on some period like, oh, costumes. The Lost and, Air. Yeah. Oh, they're back from the dead. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, the Dowager's lover from the Russian Revolution is up here now. <laughs> um, yeah. There, the plots are insane. The plots are insane. In fact, I've, maybe it was season four. Four, where there was a real jump the shark moment. Not jump the shark, but just like a fully unveiled how much of a soap opera it was to <laughs> which, me. Which one? Um, it was when Anna uh, gets suffers raped. a yeah, horrible... Sorry. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, yeah. And then I was like, season... oh yeah, this is actually just some kind of janky plot writing. I did a rewatch and I skipped all of season four because of that yeah. plot line. It's so depressing, and Bates oh my God. Okay. acts like a total knob. So here's... Um, I, I can answer my favorite character later, because I want to get oh, into Mr. Oh, yeah, okay. Mr. Bates, because my next one was, what's my least favorite character? A resounding... A resounding Mr. Mr. Bates. Bates. He's Mr. Bates. Mr. Bates. Mr. Bates, you suck. I don't know why they, they, love, they love to throw so much behind his character, and they give him stories... And he just... And they try to make him look like this, like, upstanding... Oh, the okay. So the amount of times that something happens, that someone tries to frame Mr. Bates or something, and he knows the reason, he knows what actually happened. Yeah. And then they say, Mr. Bates, is this true? Could you have done this? And he just like, fervently... shrugs his shoulders and is like... Like, here. shuts his mouth and just is like... Wah, wah. I can't speak on the matter. Yeah, and so he... Is plays this huge martyr, and then they're like, uh, okay, I guess I'll send you to jail. I got hurt in the war. In the Boer War? Uh, I think. He's the Boer. Yeah. <laughs> he's the only Boer in this war. <laughs> um, actually, uh, so I was looking at some of the things that happened whilst Downton Abbey happened, and yeah, so there's the ten- Titanic, the World War, First World War, which they just fully make Downton Abbey into a convalescent a home, convalescent home. <laughs> and everybody ties on a a white like head rag and their nurse. Yeah, Mary is running around injecting things. Um, the Spanish flu pandemic, the Marconi scandal, the Irish War of Independence. I don't remember any of this. <laughs> what? These are all major plots. I really don't. I was really taken by the the minute details. <laughs> yes. The moment-to-moment stuff. The teapot dome scandal. Um, and the beer hall pooch in the fifth series. What is that? In the fifth season? Well, I don't know what that is. That, one, okay, that, that one one's off. Okay. me by. <laughs> um, okay. I'll tell you about my... F- 
my favorite character now. Okay. So I have two. I have a double role. One of them is Mr. Thomas Barrow. Oh, yeah. He's great. He is great. He plays a scheming, conniving gay footman (laughs) who (laughs) lives to stir the pot um, and sometimes commits real crimes. Yes, well, (laughs) misdemeanors. Yeah, but how he... He somehow always makes it back. He comes out on, on top. top, as it were. Well, he did save Edith from that fire. Now, when was that? I think that was season three or five. When she, she lights... It must be five, because she's pregnant, and her husband... Her boyfriend's missing. Right. And she falls asleep, and a fire is raging in her bedroom while she is still sleeping. And he discovers it. <laughs> Because he's creeping around on the other side. Uh, speaking yeah. of raging in her bedroom. <laughs> of course, you Mr. Barrow. Never. Um, and my n- other character, this is probably resounding to everyone else, is the Dowager Countess, oh, yeah. Lady Violet. She's cool. She's cool. She. She's mean, but she's right. She's She's witty, and she's right. She's always right. She's far more modern and progressive than everyone gives her credit for yeah they um she yeah that's the thing is she always hates change um hates every little bit of change but eventually warms up to it yeah um and mary has a guy die in her bed oh my god the ill-fated mr pamuk and the dowager's just like well (laughs) what can you do oh you're only young once (laughs) and she's like she's like it must have been a foreigner an englishman would never die in someone's bed <laughs> um, when Mary cut her hair, she just like she into a cute twenties like bob, and uh, Lady Violet was just like, "Oh, I thought you were a man in your own clothing." <laughs> <laughs> she's just so rude. <laughs> she yeah, she's got a quip for every situation. She does. She's full of quips. Even um, in this new film, she was just giving these quibs her relationship with isabel i think is my favorite pairing on the show it is because they hate each other but they love each other isabel can't quite get it give it back as much she she always just has to take it she's definitely (laughs) bringing a knife to a gunfight there but she is but she gets in some good ones but um (laughs) but yeah they're literally best friends but they... When the dowager gets sick, Isabel stays with her all night and nurses her back to health. Aww. They're best friends. Um, do you remember when uh, Lady Crawley's mom, Shirley MacLaine... Yes. The, <laughs> oh my gosh, they hate each other. <laughs> the brash American rolls into town. Those, seeing those two gals, those two broads go at it was very fun. Yes. Oh, because... Yeah. <laughs> Mrs... <laughs> Cora's mom. Mrs. Cora's mom. Is a real broad. She is. She's American. How many times does Cora say, well, I'm American. I'm American. I'm American. In that voice. You're forgetting I'm American. Um, it's not, it's not just tasteful if you say it to an American. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, that actress is very funny and, you know, has created a huge moment when we discovered that she is also the lead singer of her own band. Yes, Sadie and the... Sadie and the... Oh, God, it's Sadie something really the, bad. Yeah, it's something stupid. Um, An she, entire song about cows. A cows and what they're looking at and what they're thinking about. It's their tails. <laughs> but it just goes to show if you have passion, you can do anything. <laughs> Anybody can put something on YouTube, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Rita Wilson, we're talking to you, too. <laughs> Just Apparently, kidding. people love the music of Rita Wilson. I, I wouldn't doubt it. I think that um, I think that I would watch at least a cabaret show of Rita. Oh Wilson's. yeah, she's got spunk. Um, who do you like the upstairs drama better or the downstairs drama? Um, because there's a lot of both. I know. I think I like the upstairs drama better, just because it's it seems higher stakes. Everyone downstairs is just like, I didn't learn to read, and I want to go back to the farm that I grew up on. (laughs) (laughs) But upstairs, they're Uh, like, oh my god, there's a scandal that's going to 
bring down the entire British Parliament. Oh, I know. But the scandals, how big are these scandals? I know. It's well. Mr. Pamuk dying in your bed. True. That's a big scandal. That is Sean, big. if I came to you today and was like, some guy died in my house last night. Help me cover it up. I yeah. guess you're right. I would be like, Christy, we, no, I would be like, let's be sensible. Let's tell the police, for God's sake. <laughs> how did they, how did they fix Mr. Pamuk? Did they, they I guess in those days. They back in his own bed and then they're like, oh, he died there. Oh. Natural causes. What did it happen to him? was a 26-year-old guy. Heart attack? <laughs> I assume. Wow. I don't know. Getting with Lady Mary will do that to you. She's spicy. Um, um, but, yeah, I like the upstairs. It's more exciting. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm a little bit the opposite. Because the upstairs drama, again, as someone that can barely remember the series, I was, <laughs> yeah, I'm bringing it up. Um, it just feels like the upstairs is very just like uh, detail. They're just like worrying about so many small, small things. Like I know. It's so sad, though. Like someone's always sick. Someone is always sick. And they don't know what to do. Well, in this day and work. age, you're oh Yeah. <laughs> they don't work. There was when um, Matthew got a job. And he's like, I'll be back on weekends. And the dowager was like, what is a weekend? Weekend? <laughs> a weekend? <laughs> I've never heard of a weekend. I know. I guess I do identify more with the the downstairs. Oh, yeah. I'd if I was in this world, I fully would have been like my tenant s- farmer's wife. <laughs> I'd be like slugging my lager after a yeah. long day of shucking spuds or <laughs> You wouldn't even be one of the cooks. You'd just be potato peeler. Yeah. Saying things like, what is Mrs. Patmore always has got like a, um, an old folksy thing like, sympathy doesn't butter parsnips. (laughs) 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 You know, just down home wisdom. Mm -hmm. Maybe eventually you'd get a little cottage. Uh, The most you can hope for is get a little cottage. Yeah. Marry the other old maid. And just Ugh. live out the rest of your life. <laughs> I know. Okay. Uh, what? Here's my question to you. Would a closeted gay man in this day and age, um, would they turn to evil schemes without a proper outlet? Or is this just a Mr. Barrow? <laughs> Mr. Barrow. Oh, no. I'm sure they all would. <laughs> What are you going to do with your time? It's just chess with, like, with well-dressed people. Everyone else gets to be hanging out, having fun. And you go to one barn dance (laughs) with the other gay man, and you're arrested and thrown in jail. No. It was sad. It was. He finally got a gay moment, though, in the movie. Thank God. We got a smooch that someone walked right in the middle of. I feel like his, his evil doing... Was a lot the influence of Mrs. What's her name? O'Brien. (laughs) O'Brien. Oh, yeah. Because she was evil. She was a little toxic. And she would always get him in on her schemes. Um, That'll, that will happen to you. You find a, you find another, you find a a fruit fly that'll be (laughs) (laughs) with a bunch of schemes and all of a sudden you take it. Sean, I've got a a great idea. (laughs) I know, Christy. Don't, don't drag me into your purse snatching or purse snatching stealing scheme. snuff boxes. Oh, uh, what are you going to do with friends? all that snuff? Yeah. <laughs> you just start your own snuff snuff business. Um, don't accuse me. <laughs> I'm not. I won't accuse you of stealing snuff. Um. Okay. So we did talk about the movie. Yeah. Or we no, went we, to, haven't, we talked haven't talked about, about the, the movie. movie yet. Should we I what case? Okay, so you never did see seasons 5 and 6, hey? Yeah, so the, I I stopped Because they me. had some shocking moments in those seasons. I do wish that I should have. I could have gone back. I still can, I guess. Like you never saw it when Lord Grantham had an ulcer in his stomach and they were hosting this important dinner. 
<laughs> Everything they do is hosting an event, his, important dinner. His also. ulcer exploded at dinner, and he like projectile vomited blood what? onto the entire crowd and passed out. Yes, shot. Oh my god! The show got shows like so that shocking. That is a full like Nickelodeon moment. Yes, covering someone. Yeah, they take a in a bunch bomb? of Russian aristocrat refugees after the revolution, and Violet had had an affair with one of them, and he wants to start back up again. So she goes and finds his wife, who is in British Hong Kong. That's where she ended up after the revolution. To bring her back so she doesn't have to continue on with the Russian? Yeah, well, just so he gets back with his wife and she doesn't have to deal with <laughs> She doesn't have to deal with all of that, the oh, Russian drama. the dowager, Violet's um, butler, who is this uh, like very button-up guy and very boring, and he's the kind of man who has like a huge circular moon face, but all his features are in a very small little mm. spot in the middle. A uh, moon face. <laughs> yes, a moon-faced <laughs> man. He's a very pie-faced boy. Anyway, he, but he's very buttoned down, and then they discover that he writes the Agony Ant column for Edith's magazine that what? she runs. What's the Agony Ant? It's like, it's like when you're like, dear whoever. Right, like dear I Abby? have a problem, yeah. Yeah, he's like a dear Abby. Agony aunt, like oh. as your mother's sister, or like yes. the animal. Yeah, oh, I don't okay. know. That's what they call it. I think okay. it's like an old time. I don't know. Yeah, no, I won't grill you about that. It's crazy. Um, that is fun. Edith. Oh, they get a new puppy after they grow up. ISIS. Yeah, justice for ISIS. <laughs> justice for ISIS. It wasn't her fault that she, she got that name. She got that name first before the terrorist group. <laughs> She got it in the twenties. Yes. What's their new dog's name? Oh, it's like <laughs> it's something weird. But the dowager buys it for him. Well, she shows up with a puppy. How much is a dog? She's rich, 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 rich. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Do they have domesticated dogs in the twenties? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a great question. Definitely. I remember watching a, a documentary on domesticated dogs, and they looked a lot different before they were inbred. <laughs> So <laughs> they got bred seen... to look cute, to yeah. have like, the big eyes. Yeah, so but people would love them at the sacrifice of their lungs and well breathing apparatus <laughs> and their bags. Yeah, it's sad. And Edith has a New Year's Eve wedding. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> so it's two people that are going to a New Year's wedding. <laughs> that uh, is an Edith thing to do. Yeah, just to be like. Finally, I'm in the spotlight. She's she's I'm never, having a New Year's Eve wedding. Poor Edith is really has always she doesn't get the spotlight ever. She becomes a Mart Martian. Martian. A Martian? A Martian a Mark a Mark a Marquis and the Mark A Mark the Lady Mark Lady Marquis. Hexam Hexam I don't they get super rich. Her castle's like ten times the size of Downton Abbey. Um, then why is she always spending her time there? At Downton Abbey? Yeah, it's the only location that they had. Weird, 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 weird. This family is really weird. They're like, we have to raise all our children together. We all have to hang out constantly. Yeah. Family above all else. And they always, but they seemingly, they bicker until they want to leave the room. Yeah. You know? Oh, they fight constantly. But what family doesn't? I guess. Um... And then I, it's uh, their whole, their whole life is hard for me to wrap my heads around. They only, the only friends are their servants. Like, yeah, and they're very, yeah, they're very good friends with their servants. Lady Mary's best friend is Joanne Froggett, the best name. Yeah, uh, Anna, <laughs> Anna, Anna Bates, Anna Bates. <laughs> yes, she is my favorite, one of my favorite characters. But she sees her every day. She sees her every day. She dresses her. Yeah. Um, I love. Anna Bates, except that her only downside is that she somehow falls for falls Mr. In love yeah, were we done crapping on Mr. Bates? I, I don't know. We'll never be done crapping on him. Remember when she's like, I'm afraid to tell my husband that I got raped because I'm afraid he's going to kill the guy. And honestly, and it's then like he finds Anna, out and he kills and he does exactly the guy. He's <laughs> so terrible. And it's like, Anna, you got to, if you. You, you got to leave him. You gotta, <laughs> he's got a violent he's streak. Unhinged. He killed his first wife, too. <gasps> Well, well, no, but the jury he definitely. Was out. He had a hand. I think he drove her to it. 
he goes to prison for her. But then after he gets out, like, such a big sacrifice because he loves his wife. But then he gets out of prison and just goes to a job in the countryside and does not tell her where he's gone. Until she, like, hears about this scandal and finds him. He, he's weird. He's, he's shady. He's a bit of a double indemnity thing he had going on. He's a, yeah, he's definitely a shady man. Um, did he ever fess up as to what that limp is from? Um, it's from the Boer War. Right, the He Boer. has shrapnel in his leg. Poor they babe. were in South Africa, maybe? I don't know. Where's the Boer War? <laughs> Somewhere in Africa. Uh, let's not hazard guesses kind of in case I <laughs> completely embarrass myself. I don't know my... Well, why don't we listen to a word from our sponsors? Sure. Pour yourself a little glass of brandy and figure out if this is a device of communication or of torture. And we'll be back with Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert with Sean Dunham and my special guest, Dowager Christie Zoutsman. We're going to chat more Downton Abbey in a minute, but first we'll play a game lovingly called The Game. Honk, 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 honk. We don't know. Except we can do the Downton Abbey theme song. Just like... Whenever I try to think of how it goes, though, I always think of the X-Files theme. Oh, honestly? Yeah. You're kind of right. They're the They're in the same family. Yeah. Well, we also want to believe in this... Okay, <laughs> so since Jeremy and Sonia are not here, um, Jeremy did send us the game that she, he has s- presumably spent all week looking for. I don't know if that can I be believed. Know. He does send you these, though, hey? He does send them. Oh, he's That's, still working. Even he's, he's still working. Here. He's on the clock. That's good. Um, so this is... The name of this is called Father Ted. Father Ted. Father Ted. Father, Father you, Theodore. Yeah, well, if he by his Christian name, um, what do you think Father Ted's about? Oh, I'm gonna go first. Ooh. If you want to, or I can hey, go. No, first. I, I I can do this. Okay, Father Ted. Okay, so you know how Lord Grantham is Paddington's dad. <laughs> well, is this the same universe? Do you believe? Here's what I think. Okay, I think it is Paddington Bear, Lord Grantham. When was Paddington Bear set? Like the 30s or 40s? Honestly, the 40s, the 50s, it could be in present day. Who knows? It might have been so, last week. Um, he has a second family in London. What a cat! He's always got to go to London, so he's got this second family with the lady from Shape of Water, and they adopt Paddington Bear. And Paddington lived with his aunt and uncle in Peru, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's how it goes. Darkest so, Peru. Darkest Peru. Um, so Paddington, his real dad shows up oh no father ted d bear (laughs) (laughs) middle name d (laughs) and turns out he's a british aristocrat (laughs) it's not aristocrat (laughs) like the movie and who knows lord grantham from the house of lords Mm. is that a thing Mm -hmm. father but he's also a just that father is the dad he's not religious um And he exposes Lord Grantham's double life. But you get a real cute moment with Lady Mary and Paddington realizing they're half siblings. It's like, hello. Hello, Paddington. (laughs) That does sound cute. I would watch Lady Mary and Paddington. Yes, that is is the spinoff I want. Just roommates living in London. Yeah. Oh, my God. Going to jazz bars. Oh, (gasps) Eating marmalade. Oh, yeah, that's what I eat at jazz bars. Just <laughs> scoops and scoops. Um, I believe also that it's in the same universe as Downton Abbey. Um, but the minister of the local church is struggling to support his tiny church um, oh, no. whilst watching the Crawleys live a life of complete excess. Only, oh, if only he knew. Only blocks away. So he devises a plan to swindle them out of their fortune. By c- pretending that Cora and Robert Crawley were never legally married <gasps> and blackmail them to poverty, <gasps> even though if he knew, they're only house rich. They're only house rich. And it's barely, the house is You take apart. on the debt of the estate. You try to get those tenant farmers to modernize their farms. Oh, you try to even heat the place. You get in those pig pens and start slopping those pigs. You take the, the chairs off the back of the trailer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's very hard. You, you host the Queen and King. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this is what it's actually about. And oh, this God. is this is a series. Close. Am I close? Yeah, we're close to no way, shape, or form, presumably. <laughs> um, okay. So uh the show follows the misadventures of three Irish Roman Catholic priests who live in a parish on the fictional Craggy Island, located off the west coast of Ireland. Ireland. <laughs> Father Ted Crilly, Father Dougal Maguire, and Father Jack Hackett live chaotically together in Craggy Island's parochial house, along with their housekeeper, Mrs. Doyle, who always wants to serve them tea. Oh. I wonder what crimes they committed to be <laughs> put to an island. A bit of a three men and a baby, but instead of a baby, it's... Three men and a housekeeper. housekeeper. <laughs> so, yeah, well, yeah. Well, so that, oh, that series is bought, bought to you by the game. Well, thank you for listening. And look next time, <laughs> we really souped. I think our I would watch our films. I would not watch that. It was ranked second to Faulty Towers in a list of the well, greatest, exactly. <laughs> the greatest British sitcoms. There's no accounting for British taste. You're not a Faulty Towers type of gal. I don't find it's like Monty Python. I don't get it. Whoa, come the this is us shots are, drawing a shots line. Are being fired. <laughs> People are storming the the walls right now. Oh God, do not make a Monty Python joke. <laughs> walk out of the studio. <laughs> I don't even know if I have many to pull out, honestly. <sighs> it's just so dull. Um, well, with these not like this <laughs> truly exciting <laughs> drama. <laughs> these words ringing across the airwaves. Okay, let's get back in. Talking some Downton, um, some scintillating <laughs> Downton. Um, okay, so then we went to the movie. We did. We went with Sonia, who now is she suffering. caught something. She, your theory is that she caught something from the theater. <laughs> she caught Spanish flu. It affects people our age. What? That's the thing about the Spanish flu. It didn't kill like children or old people. It killed people in like their twenties the and thirties. And we're so vibrant. I know. Oh no. I know. Taking us down. And right after the war oh, took that, out an entire generation of young men. That's the real tragedy. <sighs> Yikes. I don't I we No hope wonder that... boomers are so or wait, they would have been pre boomers. <laughs> the greatest generation. Pfft. Oh. Not so great in your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making You're no friends favorite. tonight. <laughs> Uh, these views don't reflect anything <laughs> CJ Torres. <laughs> uh, but yes, she caught Spanish flu. We hope she gets through it like yeah, Lady she... Cora. Did Cora make it through? Yeah, oh, they yeah. thought Cora was going to die and um, Lavinia was fine. And then switcheroo, Lavinia oh, dies. And Cora got Cora... better. And Dr. Clarkson, worst doctor in the world. Dr. Clarkson has seen several crawlies. Give her some milk and cinnamon. She'll be fine. He's he let Sybil die. He lets well. He He did try to let Cora die. He almost let Cora die. He was just going to let that farmer die of dropsy. No, dropsy will get you. Isabel saved him. She drained his heart of fluid and then shot adrenaline straight into it, and he was fine. God, Isabel has a secret. I love the. the also uh the medical how they're like technologies on the show how everyone gets keeps having miscarriages and then they're like oh we'll just you have a tiny procedure and now you can carry a baby to term yeah that's a plot point two tincture of tincture of steel and a like a a flower (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and then lady crowley says are you building a suit of armor Um, Anyways. Anyway, back to we this went film. To the movie. So, and were we the youngest by 40 years? Yes. Yes, but. Did someone clap as we soon as the film ended? Just because we were late seeing it. Yes. Did someone, someone fully <laughs> gasp <laughs> when, when Pharaoh had a when gay When there kiss? was a homosexual kid? Yes. Um, <laughs> you are of the opinion that it was of um elation. satisfaction elation yes you thought that they were scandalized i think they were i assume they were a fan of the show and there's gay themes throughout true but as i i don't know if i mentioned this before but i went to see call me by your name with theater of yes uh of people the that i don't think they knew <laughs> yeah of theater of blue hairs and there's up you know about half the film before there's a kiss 
And when it happened, you could have heard a pin drop. And I think nobody understood what was happening. I think they thought it was a friendship for the ages, and then all of a sudden... Well... Um, so anyway, the film, we catch up with our characters. We pan over the house 45 times. The new dog is fully grown. The new dog's grown. Do they use a drone for this castle? Probably. Oh, yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden... They get a letter. The king and queen are staying <laughs> in downtown. Palace, don't you know? Yes. The king and queen are staying. They have to organize a dinner. And I think this is why this is why I like this show is because this is a major it's piece of drama. It's the lowest stakes drama. It, po- but, it couldn't get lower. But it's just so captivating. And they're just like, oh my God, we've got a lot to do. We have to order food. We have to clean the house. We have to just get things organized. Yeah. And everyone's like pulling their hair out of this madness. Mary is having a full mental breakdown because she's like, I have to tell the staff to basically organize this entire business. Yeah, she's like, I have a lot to do. I have to talk to everyone and tell them to do work. She pulls up her bootstraps, though. She puts those chairs up in the rain. She's like, I guess I'll have to do it. I have to put the chairs up Her and Anna out there. What did you think about Lady Mary's sassy haircut? I like her sassy haircut. Mm -hmm. I love her eyebrows perfectly under her bangs. She has very perfect eyebrows and very perfect bangs. I like her look. Okay. You know, I'll think about it. I guess it's a very 20s look. Yeah, it's not like I wouldn't be like, <laughs> I think she should do that now, you every know, day. Just a, a modern flap. Yeah, but of the time, I think it looked great. Into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a better wig than the queen. The queen, yes. <laughs> frizzy, I honestly didn't even know wig. that that was supposed to be the queen for a while. Yeah, I only knew because I knew that that's what the entire movie was about. Right, of course. <laughs> I should have queued in as well. <laughs> but it just, I was like, who's this woman that uh, seemingly making the, the decisions? Talking to, what's the evil teacher from Harry Potter? Mrs. Umbridge. Mrs. Umbridge. Yeah, Mrs. Umbridge plays a character that I misread. Uh, big time. <laughs> I big time misread. She uh she has she's at war with the Crawleys because she's a cousin or something. She's a cousin, yeah. And that she won't leave her inheritance to Because she's unmarried and childless. So they are like sweet, she'll and leave Lord us her their inheritance and her destitute. Next in line, yeah. Right. But she has other plans, and she plans on leaving it to a young woman who is her, um, she won't say maid, she prefers a company, her companion. Her companion. And I was Lucy like, Smith. oh my gosh, lesbian storyline, intergenerational le- lesbian storyline. Which I <laughs> Which turns was out to shocked be. <laughs> when you told me that that's what you thought was happening. Very clearly set up to be her daughter. It was from her daughter. The beginning. <laughs> It was her illegitimate daughter that reading, she was hiding. You're trying to read I, I more gay storylines story into the show. That's my. That's what I do. I'm just like, oh, they're gay lovers. Um, <laughs> they're like no, sisters. they were so. She was so, um, like, motherly to her. She was very maternal. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. But also motherly. Um, and there's another moment that you really enjoyed in this film. <laughs> Don't mention it. I'll get the giggles again. So when they finally, there's a whole lot of drama, but we'll skip a bit of that. Mostly just gearing up for this big dinner that they have to give the king and queen. (laughs) And then there's a character named Mr. Mosley. Oh, Mosley. Who is like just perennially like Charlie Brown music plays behind him, right? He's just a big Eeyore type. People are constantly pulling the football out from under him when he's trying to kick it. Yeah, but he is, like, still so cheery. He's just, yeah. He's like, well, I guess that don't work out for me. But, <laughs> and in this in this case, he was very, very excited to see the king and queen. He's a yes, very... he's a monarchist. He's a very through monarchist. Through and through. And, um, and there was a moment where he didn't think that was going to happen, it eventually did work out for him. Downstairs to, scheming. Oh, yeah. Amongst all of the scheming happened, where a lot of trickery. So much trickery. And they take out all of the 
they somehow take out the mo- the monarchy staff and replace it with the Downton staff, so they have the privilege of serving the queen. Whatever. That's the entire downstairs plot line in this movie is that they They're won't like, be able to work. But we wanted to serve the queen. They were going to get the weekend off, but they wanted to work. And they schemed. And they schemed to get rid of the they, royal staff. They roofied some of the They roofied the chef, this French chef. They, 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 they crossed a lot of lines. Rooms. Which is not fire safe. No. And so then Mr. Mosley finally gets the chance to serve the queen. He buckles a bit under the pressure. And then he does the deepest, de- deep curtsy. <laughs> he, well, he interrupts and is like, oh, because they're talking about the royal staff doing it. And he interrupts and he's like, actually, your majesty, it's the staff of Downton Abbey that have the pleasure of serving you and cooking your dinner tonight. And then, yeah, it does the greeted, deepest <laughs> bow. Greeted by dead silence. Everyone is... Completely gobsmacked, and then he does the greatest face acting of 2019. It's a lot of just twi- a, a lot of quivering, twitch, a lot of quivering, twitching, <laughs> and then so pan in to quiver, twitch, pan out, deep, <laughs> deep, uncomfortable curtsy. <laughs> and at this point, no one in the theater is even reacting, and Christy is rolling in the aisle. <laughs> But also every control. every film I see with you, there's one of those actually. <laughs> Not every film. <laughs> okay, when a moment gets to me, I love to laugh. I agree. I let myself be overcome and with you joy. Should, you should live live your truth and let your. It was so funny. It was very. It was funny. so funny. And he just and then finally the queen or someone is like just like get out of well, here. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Yeah, and then for the rest of the film, everyone's like, that went so well. Except, Except for, for Mosley. <laughs> he finally gets a moment and he ruins it. Oh, he ruins everything. I have like a great fear of being a Mosley. <laughs> Just being a set Mosley? up. I don't know. Maybe in my in my heart of hearts, I'm a Mosley. Uh, just like being, getting this opportunity all constantly and just like, <laughs> my inherent awkwardness. You finally get promoted to like head footman and then they're like, oh, never mind. William's back from war. You can go. Yeah, bye. <laughs> William actually dies. Luckily, William bit it right after that. Left his little young wife behind who she was. Daisy. Another widow. I love Daisy. She's maybe one of my favorite characters, too. So, yeah, Daisy and Mrs. Patmore are another, like, oh, a bit of a, a, good two, a duo, a foil to each other. They're very funny. She's always yelling at her. Daisy's Daisy. always like, you don't respect me. Um, Hire someone else. <laughs> yeah, they, they have, I like, there's a cute moment where they don't even, they don't get they tell the entire town that they're serving the queen. Yes. Everyone oh my is gosh, this moment is so good. Everyone is up in arms because they're like, Oh my god, oh my god, we love our queen because it's whatever, the twenties. And then they go to the shop or they what am I trying to say? The they realize that the that they're going to bring their own ingredients and make their own food. So then right. they're all disappointed. Uh and the grocer is just too elated to give them the ingredients, so they just buy the ingredients anyway to save him. He's like, this just, is going to be the greatest moment of his life. His crowning achievement. Is going to be providing food for the king and queen of England. And finally, Daisy's just like, yeah, it's nope, going to be a great dinner. No problem. <laughs> we'll take it. Thanks for it Hides all. it in a closet. Good thing she did. They mm-hmm. made a dinner. They did. Um, By hook or by crook. Yes. They do. Um, and then they just kind of just wrap up a billion storylines. They do. I don't, and I like at the end, because I don't think Maggie Smith, I think Maggie Smith was like, She's one like, and I'm done. out, you guys. I'm not doing a sequel. So they do just have like a quick, they just have a at moment. the end where she pulls Mary aside and is like, I'm sick and I'm dying. And then Mary's like, what? what? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, like, I won't. I won't, I won't be around be sick. long. I won't be sick be until fine. I am. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, who knows how long I have. But I'm going to die soon. And so that's it. Um, I was I, I was reading an interview with uh, the actor who plays Barrow, and he was like, he was like making jokes about what the second one would be like, <laughs> and he's like, 
He's like, it'll probably open with six new gravestones panning across <laughs> them, and then just someone being like, we never should have let the Dowager drive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's like when they let who Prince Andrew? Is that who I'm thinking of? Maybe. Who's the Queen's husband now? Oh yeah, he's not when great he behind the wheel. Drove and then he flipped that car. He always will flip a car. What kind of wheels are those? He's well, a terrible driver. He's also like ninety, so yeah, exactly. Get him away from that. Nathaniel's always on death, death watch for him. I'm honestly shocked that he's not. He hasn't bit it yet. With the amount of accidents he keeps getting into. Well, um, but yeah, the sequel. I can't wait. Is there going to be one? Yes, they said. Mrs. Batmore said. Mrs. Batmore. They're rounding them up. I thought you were going to mention the fact that um, Maggie Smith. Um, during filming, how the Dowager always has a cane. Oh, yeah. So Maggie Smith used it as a way to keep people uh, like a proper distance away from her when they were speaking to her. <laughs> just back them up with that little cane. Um, I think that Maggie, I give respect for her, but she would just be like, I can't stop putting on this garb. Yeah. I, can I'm, I stop wearing a 10-pound hat in every scene? Can you stop giving me 40 hot one-liners to say yeah. every scene? I, it's too much. How much face acting can one woman do? Oh, she, she's got those bulgy eyes that she'll use. And she, yeah. She'll use so She well loves an though. eye roll. She does. She's great at them. Oh. <sighs> well. Well. What a great <laughs> series what a and great, film. <laughs> yes. Delightful. We agree with the man that clapped at the end of it. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Christy was I right along. I thought the movie was so good. I enjoyed every second of it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing too exciting happened. No, not really. It I, just is like slipping into like a warm bath. It was so relaxing. It won't be the same without Maggie, though. No. Like, who's Isabella going to parry with? We didn't even talk about Branson. I could just watch two hours of Branson. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you perv. <laughs> okay. Well, let's bid adieu to Downton Abbey. We'll probably see you again. Julian Fellows is always writing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> always panning. Okay. Well, what you watching this week? Anything Sorry, great? Sorry, I almost burnt into the mic. <laughs> That's what, I wasn't going to expose you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, I have an obsession with a certain show that I'll be missing tonight because of Marshall Burns' show um, called... The Masked Singer. Oh my God! Yes, I on, I I love this for you. It is explain to us so amazing. It is twelve celebrities wearing very elaborate costumes. And when you say celebrity, do you mean? Um, I mean. Do you mean celebrity? <laughs> the biggest stars of the C list. Right. Um, yes, of course. <laughs> uh, and they put on these costumes, and they give little revealing tidbits about who they are every week Mm -hmm. and you don't know who anyone is and they sing a song in the costume and some of them are very talented Uh and and then each week the loser they have like four of them perform on each episode and each week the loser is unmasked (laughs) and then they have to Sing again, sans While mask at the end. Oh, yeah, no. which is the cruelest joke of that all. That is just like hair matted to your face. But it's so I I just I I don't know who the last ones are. There's like six people left. So hit us with a few of these these hot celebs this season that have been uh, unmasked. <laughs> Sherry Shepard. Gotcha. Um, Aaron or not Aaron, what uh. Uh, what's her, Kelly Osborne? Okay. Who was the guy that led David Letterman's band? Oh, <laughs> right. Uh, Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer. Some guy who does Twitch, some Paul gaming Schaefer, thing. How old is he? He's probably in his 70s. Dang. He's not young. What was his costume? It was a skeleton man. Ooh, spooky. It was spooky, but it was kind of fun. It was like a disco skeleton or like a, you know, like a voodoo. So um, who's left? Uh, thingamajig is a green thing. Uh, the butterfly, um, the leopard. Okay. Who I think is RuPaul. Okay. Or Do Billy you, Porter. <laughs> may, Billy Porter makes a, more sense. Yes. But honestly. The Doberman. Does he have the, dog? the time? 
I don't know. He pre-tapes all those seasons. True. And like, what else? Come on, what else is he doing? Um, and a couple others. Amazing. Well, Sean, I can't believe you never started watching it. I know. I, I, you would love it. I would. Love it's got it. intrigue. It's got spectacular numbers. It's got a, a who's who of the D list. Yes. You know what? Well, Raven Simone. <laughs> Ever heard of her? <laughs> it's pronounced Simone. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so I I just finished the first season of Euphoria. Oh yeah, which you have watched, and I a lot of people have told me to watch. It's about a gang of just like high school Gen Z kids who like go to high school and face. A ton of crazy problems, honestly. It's insane. Um, it's like, it's like a bet a better Degrassi in that where you're like, oh my god, how does one high school have people facing like any one of these problems would have me crazy for forty problems. years in crazy problems? Zendaya plays the lead as a um a high school student with drug abuse and mental health issues, but she is just so charming and fun and funny. And the show just makes me... Do you me... think she's fun? <laughs> yeah, she's really funny. She's like so, like... Well, yeah, she's going through it, yes. She's always on drugs. She Well, halfway through, she does not do drugs anymore. That's true. Yeah. She almost ODs on fentanyl and then stops doing That was a again. scary episode. Yeah. Honestly, the episodes do kind of give me anxiety because I always I feel like something horrible time. is going to happen. Yeah. But nothing extremely horrible does happen. Well... Like, he like nope. beats that guy to like within an inch of his life. Well, yes, that's true. But I didn't know that guy. Yeah, <laughs> I just the problems are insane. The problems are wild. I can't imagine. Um, but it makes me just want to wear the most amount of glitter and yes. crazy makeup. They have really good makeup. They have a lot of yeah. This, the style and the makeup and is amazing. And honestly, the performances are so good. And it ends. With a really great, like, hallucinatory, like, musical dance sequence. Where she relapses. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> L- you know, this, yes, this darkness is, you know, that can be said, but... But yeah, it's cute. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> It's cute. I think it was that, really good. And actually, oddly, Zendaya reminds me a lot of friend of the show Christina Headland. I don't know why she's just got her like her pranksty smirkiness. She's very fun, but I she's very much like when she's in Spider Man. Oh, Spider Man! Yeah, um, she just won People's Choice Awards for being in Spider Man. Really? Yeah. I don't know who the MJ? people are, but MJ. Yeah. But I don't know who's voting for her. Oh, children. Children. Little children. Yeah. Did you nobody say a Teen Choice Award or a People's Choice? People. Oh, moms. But nobody asked me. Well, I'm sure you could have gone online. I guess you're right. <laughs> you I do should, your homework. Sean. I should go online right now and check that out. <laughs> um, I'd like to thank Saskatoon Zagaris for letting us use her song Manatuna for our theme song. Thanks to everyone at CJTR and all of you for lending us your ears. Thank you to the good Dowager for yes. coming on down. Thank you so much for finally having me back. Oh, we'll <laughs> talk about this off the air. <laughs> the show is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6, rebroadcast Thursdays at noon, and is av- ba- available as a podcast on CJTR website, Spotify, and Apple Play. <laughs> We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, so give us a follow, and have a good night. Bye.